Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns, and enjoy this shit show. back once again bread and circuses podcast i am rooster here with brazilian ball waxer crow you want to get milkshake <laughs> i figured that was gonna light the fire that's about to go off with you yeah uh boy we've got stories well a story that that got me pretty i guess the word on the left that you use is triggered got me all triggered so if you're woke on the left, and you're based on the right. There's got to be a, there's got to be a right word for triggered. Yeah, I, I know. Late, lately, the uh, the right we we seem to on the right we seem to like just ironically adopt the left's terminology, and then it transitions into like just accepting their terminology and using it. But we don't really get triggered, do we? Isn't the whole point of being on the right that for the most part you go, eh, move on? I mean, I'm I'm triggered by this story we're going to talk about. I think you're just angry. Well, I mean, you can consider that triggered. It triggered anger. <laughs> yeah, but with you, that you're like Hulk. You're always angry. Yeah, that's my secret. Um, let's just get into it then. Um, we'll start with. Okay, well, you know who Lindsay Shepard is. She is the teaching assistant, not teaching assistant. Um, she, she was, was in the- Wilfrid Laurier. It's Canadian college. She was a. What's the term? I think she was a teaching assistant. A she resident, wanted, whatever. Yeah, she wanted to show the Jordan Peterson video. In this. And then talk about the different perspectives on an argument. Right. Um, and the school basically uh, was, they were going to, I don't think they were going to ban her. They were going to reprimand her somehow. Yeah, they, were, she, they brought her in, into the back office and bullied her, basically, and reprimanded her, talked about how you can't, you can't uh, present uh, Jordan Peterson's um, side because um, that's, um, giving him a platform and we don't do that. We need to protect kids, you know, from having that kind of stuff. And he goes, well, aren't we supposed to, she basically said, aren't we supposed to have a discussion about opposite viewpoints? How are they supposed to grow? And, you know, she was rational, but they were just all the leftist bullshit was just spewing out of their mouths. And it was just ridiculous. Everybody that listens to this podcast for the most part has probably heard of her or heard of this situation, but she did record the whole thing in her yeah. laptop, which she had open, but you know, you just said um, that it was uh, leftist bullshit that that triggered me. Okay, sure. You got up all. I'm I'm in my feelings now. Yeah, I believe that. So, uh, Lindsay, she- let's this starts the story. So, Lindsay Shepard um, was banned from Twitter recently, um, permanently after an exchange with a tr- quote unquote trans woman. Jessica Yaniv on July 14th. So um, she, uh, Lindsay gave an interview with the National Post about it. So um, she says, well, I'll just, I'll just do the article. This is Jesse Snyder from National Post. He goes, free speech advocate Lindsay Shepard, who was permanently banned from Twitter earlier this week, says the move underscores wider concerns that the firm has been overzealous in its censorship, censorship of right-leaning public figures. 
Shepard, a former Wilfrid Laurier University teaching assistant turned free speech activist, said she was permanently banned for Twitter on Monday, likely in connection with comments in which she misgendered trans woman Jessica, and I'm always doing the quotation marks when I say trans woman, uh, Jessica Yaniv on July 14th. In an interview with the National Post Tuesday, Shepard said her banishment from social media the platform is the most recent example of San Francisco-based company limiting the free expression of some users. The company said it's banning some users as part of a bid to stem online harassment. Um, and then this is a quote from Lindsay. Because this is a trans individual, they are untouchable. They are allowed to mock and taunt me about my biology. They can say whatever crude thing they want, she said. But when it comes to me wanting to take a shot back at that person and wanting to stand up for myself or for my womanhood, so to speak, I am permanently kicked off. Um doesn't she have to say personhood? Sure. Uh, I'm going to get to the what, what the uh, whole uh, thing was all about, all about here. All right. So Yaniv, who describes... Now, they're saying herself because I guess there's they've accepted the fact that you're supposed to call them... You're supposed to gender them however they wish. It's a dude. So Yaniv, who describes himself on Twitter as an LGBTQ2SIA... And human rights activist was not barred from the site after the spat. Canadian feminist writer Megan Murphy was also recently banned from Twitter after an online fight with Yaniv, and has tweeted com- for tweeting a comment like, "Yeah, but men aren't women." That's that's what got. Oh, her that's banned. the guy. Same guy. Man. This guy's all. Over, this is the first article. This guy's all over the fucking place, and it's almost as if he's a right wing troll doing this. To highlight how ridiculous and disgusting and sickening these fuckers have gotten. It's it's almost it's that bad where you go, is this guy actually like a performance artist on the right? Is he punking everybody? Yeah, is he, is he? So anyways. Alright, so the exchange with Shepard began after Yanov made comments about Shepard's female genitalia, saying, Here's the quote, at least my pussy is tight and not loose after pushing out a ten pound baby. Now this Yanov fucker is a pre op tran tranny. She said that to him? He said that to Lindsay Shepard. Okay. That his pussy is tight. Okay. Well, wrap okay. your mind around that real quick. No, I don't want to. And this is the same guy. We're going to jump ahead in an article here. I'm going to reference an article that we're going to bring up. This is the same dude that sue, that's suing um, Brazilian waxers for not wanting to wax his balls. This is the same guy. All right. So we're going to get to that too. Um, so Shepard tweeted in response... This is how men who don't have functional romantic relationships speak. But I guess that's kind of what you are. Uh, Yanov then responded with a comment that could have been in reference to Shep- Shepard's separate u- uterus, a reproductive condition that can cause higher rates of pregnancy loss. Uh, he tweeted, I heard Donald Trump is building a wall inside your uterus, a.k.a. your reproductive abor- abnormality. Hopefully the, the wall works as intended. Yanov tweeted. And then she fired back, at least I have a uterus, you fat, ugly man. Uh, of course, um, of course, he thinks reproductive issues are something to be mocked. That's what she tweeted back. So Shepard, and then she, the next day, she, she deleted those tweets, Shepard, because she kind of knew how Twitter is, but it was too late. They, they already figured, the, oh, the damage is done. We're, we're banning you, but not this Yana fuck, this piece of shit. Shepard made international headlines after she was disciplined by Wilfrid Laurier for showing students a televised debate featuring Jordan Peterson in which guests discussed the use of gender pronouns. Shepard said the debate from TVO's The Agenda with Steve Pakin was shown as part of a class discussion about adding gender identity to the Canadian Human Rights Act. 
Shepard deleted her Twitter comment shortly after making him, saying she knew Yanov had successfully had other users banned in the past. She said she doesn't regret her comments, but said Twitter's decision could feed into the worsening divide between the left and the right. Um... Let's see. Yeah, here's a quote from her. There's always these people who celebrate when someone is banned from a social media platform. She said, your instincts should not be to celebrate when someone you don't like is vaporized because now you're not challenging your own ideas. You're not facing any opposition. It just turns into an echo chamber, which is correct. Um, she says, uh, Shepard says she will likely use other media outlets like YouTube. Good luck for now. For now, she'll use it uh, to reach because that YouTube's going down the same um same route as all these other um, tech, tech um, social media platforms. Uh, so she'll use YouTube to reach her followers. She said she would also consider joining ThinkSpot, a platform proposed by Jordan Peterson that is intended to act as a counter platform to Twitter and other uh, Silicon Valley sites. Okay. Isn't Gab sort of like Twitter? I think so. Minds? I think Minds is the... I think Minds is the YouTube. Uh, no, that's BitChute. BitChute is like okay. the version of... of it, they're all over the place. So that's the first thing on this this piece of shit. So now we're going to go to um, another one about this fucker, this Yaniv piece of shit. Um, National Post wrote, here's the headline, quote, not for men, sorry. Transgender women, woman denied a Brazilian wax by spa files human rights complaint. Uh, reached by phone on Wednesday, the woman said the complaint is one of 15 she's filed against salons from Vancouver to Abbotsford. So this is all in Canada. And they keep saying she, because they have to, I guess, in Canada, because of the human rights bullshit that they've passed. Mm -hmm. But it's he. All right. Um, This is by Douglas Kwan. Okay. One day in March, a transgender woman messaged an estes... Wait. How do you say that? As... Anesthetician? Anesthetician. No, there's no No. N in there. A-E-S-T-H-E-T. Yeah, I'm going to keep butchering that. Anesthetician in Surrey, British uh, Columbia, after seeing a personal Facebook ad for waxing services. So here's the the exchange, the messaging exchange. Hi there, where are you located? This is Yanov. Clayton Heights responded, uh... Sheila Poyer, who also worked at a local salon, the Mint Tanning Lounge. Okay, and then Yanov responds, Awesome! Do you do Brazilians? Um, About a Brazilian of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bikini wax that removes pubic hair from around the groin. Very intimate. It's a landing strip. So, uh, Poyer answered, Not for men. Sorry. Uh, Yanov r- replies, I'm actually female. I transitioned a while ago. Uh, but when... He inquired what time he could reschedule a visit. There was no response. The Facebook exchange is now the subject of a complaint filed with the British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal. The transgender woman, who according to an order of the tribunal, can only be identified by the initials JY, alleges she was discriminated against on the basis of gender identity or expression and is seeking $2,500 in an apology. But that's... One out of, what, 15 others. So, basically, it's a... That the same person has levied. Against, so, basically, went 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 searching for lawsuits. This Yanov person. Piece of shit. Um, there was a guy nationally who was doing the same thing with ladies' nights. He yeah. Was calling up and saying, well, yep. you have a ladies' night, so... Okay. 
reached by phone on Wednesday. They keep saying the woman, which pisses me off, but there is this Canadian. So who describes herself as, so a, as a digital entrepreneur said the complaint is one of 15. She's filed against salons for Vancouver to Abbotsford. She said she contacted 18 salons and only a three, only three agreed to take her on as a client. That really got to me. I shouldn't have to do this amount of work to get a leg wax or a Brazilian wax. I shouldn't have to scour to find a salon willing to do what is customarily available to the public. It hurts. Everywhere I go, I get shut down for who I am. Lawyers at the Calgary-based Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms announced Wednesday they are representing Poyer, which is the person that refused service. In a statement, lawyer John Carpe said Poyer did not have the supplies or training to perform a manzillion wax job. As such, she is unqualified and unable to provide the service. The statement goes on to say that the complainant tried to call the tanning salon where Poyer worked the next day to find out why she was being denied service. Not wishing to enter into controversy, Ms. Poyer declined to speak further with the complainant. Um, the JCFF is also representing Poyer's boyfriend, Jeremy Paredes, who was accused in the complaint of sending harassing and threatening messages to the complainant, the complainant being Janiv, this piece of shit. So this piece of shit kept messaging this girl after she ignored, ignored and said, I'm done, I'm not doing this, and just kept fucking harassing them. And the boyfriend finally came on and said, please stop harassing my girlfriend or we will take further action. Um police in parentheses she explained to you that she does not what she does and does not do do not call her work again and do not bother messaging me back get a life when someone says move on so that according to janiv is harassment of janiv whereas opposed to the fact is this piece of shit kept harassing them to the point where the boyfriend had to come on and said fuck off dude why not just block them I don't know. Well, because they, I think this guy is so persistent that even when they do that, he'll, cause this was a private message or, or ad. So she was going to do this, I think, out of her home. Okay. And, but she works at another place. And so this guy found out where she worked and started calling her work. That's, that's where this boyfriend came on and said, fuck off, dude. Um, um, the complaint. So Janov wrote back saying all she had done was inquire about a service that was advertised and asked what Poyer's availability was. And then he, the boyfriend responded, you did harass her over and over. She didn't respond and you call her work. Get a fucking life. I'll be posting about you on my own account. I have all the proof of harassment. Um, he later questioned why the complainant used a male name if she had transitioned. Uh, a voicemail greeting at Mint Tanning Lounge indicates the business is now merged with the spa in Surrey. Um, I guess this doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. So, uh, the, there's so tribunals have to hold a, a hearing on the matter in October. Here's a quote The complainant wants to punish our client and compel her to pay a fine. Jay Cameron, a JCCF lawyer, said in an email We do not agree that this is appropriate, so it must go to a hearing. Resolution of the 14 other complaints is also pending, the complaint said. This is not the first time a transgender woman in Canada has filed a human rights complaint against a spa or alleged refusal of service. In May, it was reported that a transgender woman was seeking $50,000 after being denied services at Madwax, a body hair removal business in Windsor. Jason Carruthers, Madwax's president, told the Star at the time that the only employee working that day was a Muslim woman who refrains from physical contact with men outside family, and the only staff member who did male waxing was on sick, sick leaves, sick leave. Um, 
Carruthers said, all clients are welcome at his business. However, we also welcome and support and support all of our staff members and respect their religious beliefs and feelings of safety and dignity in regards to the right to perform waxing services on male genitalia. So this guy sued, even though it was like, no, it wasn't like, no, we're not going to do this. They just said, just not today. We don't have the staff for it today, but we'll, but yeah, I'm going to sue. So these, these fuckers. They threw that great intersectional religious curve in there though. I don't have an answer. Said, oh, Muslim it's a Muslim woman. woman. It doesn't touch men outside of, so outside of family. We're going to, we're going to comment on this, but we got to move on to the next uh, story regarding this piece of shit. There's another one. So, I mean, it's just, it's just completely nuts. Um, I get it. I see what you did. Yes. There. All right. This one's going to really infuriate you. You probably haven't heard this one. Okay. This is from um, Life Site News. Leanne Lawrence. Man who identif- identifies as, quote, female, asks township to approve LGBT pool party for topless 12-year-olds. No parents. And then this says, warning, this report contains content that is not suitable for children. So July 22nd, 2019, Vancouver, Canadian transgender activist Jonathan, quote, Jessica Yaniv, a biologically born male who now claims to be female, will be at the township of Langley Council tonight asking for permission to host topless LGBT swim parties for people age 12 plus at the municipality's public swimming pools. He is also requesting that parents be prohibited from attending the event where 12-year-old girls could be present. Yanov states in a delegation request to appear before the township council that he seeks permission for LGBTQ2S plus organizations to be allowed to host an all-body swim at TOL civic pools for all people age 12 plus where these events will be restricted to LGBTQ2S and individuals will be permitted to be topless at their leisure in compliance with the laws of Canada and where parents and caretakers will be prohibited from attending these events as it is considered safe and inclusive. Have you seen a picture of this guy? Yeah. While the BC Supreme Court agreed in 2000 that women can show their breasts in public, siding with a woman who challenged a bylaw against toplessness at a public pool, a vast majority of women, however, choose to cover themselves. The trans activist who calls himself a proud lesbian is behind discrimination complaints launched against 16 beauticians for refusing to wax his male genitals. And uh, what else? And then he's the same guy who got uh, Lindsay Shepard kicked off Twitter. Here's a, yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now. He's wearing a tiara and a a purple dress. One proud lesbian. I'll never give up fighting for human rights and equality. Hashtag LGBTQ off Twitter. I don't know what that means. Off, Off Twitter? Of Twitter? I don't know. But there's much more to Yano's story than his waxing crusade, including a fixation in wanting to encounter menstruating girls in public bathrooms. Screenshots of Yanov's social media posts showing a disturbing interest in the menstruation of 10- and 12-year-old girls has been circulating online for more than a year. He has long been the subject of online allegation that he uses his self-declared female status to gain access to women-only spaces and contact young girls where he asks them leading questions. Indeed, so persistent have all the allegations been that Yanov's fellow trans activist Ronan Morgan Ogre Vice President of the BC New Democratic Party alleged in an April 19th blog that Yanov is guilty of predatory and inappropriate online behavior. The things people have told me Jessica Yanov has done to them are awful and can't be swept out of our consciousness, wrote Ogre. Yanov is also notorious for reporting 
his critics to social media sites like Twitter and having them thrown off the site. Another instance in which happened last week, he's well, he's behind the well-known Canadian free speech advocate Lindsay Shepard being banned from Twitter. Yanov, who runs the Vancouver-based tech consulting business Trusted Nerd, where he reviews sex toys. He's all kinds of happy today. Such as the Shegasm Intense 2-in-1 Clit Stimulator. <laughs> Taunted Shepherd about her condition of a separate uterus, which increases the chances of pregnancy loss, the National Post reported. I'm not going to keep repeating what this piece of shit said, because they quote it. Uh, All right. Um, Moreover, Yanov evidently had Canadian feminist blogger Megan Murphy permanently banned from Twitter. Yep. As he told Township of Langley Council meeting in December, he lamented then that Vancouver police had not yet charged Murphy with hate crimes. Murphy, who was reportedly banned after referring to Yanov as him, is suing Twitter in a California court under the state's unfair competition laws. I hope she wins. Yanov also boasted in May to at Electronic Cricket, whose account is now suspended, and others of his power to silence his critics, which now include Ogre, who in March won his own 55,000 discrimination claim against Christian activist Bill Watcott. Yanov tweeted, Yanov tweeted, I meant I have power and lots of it. I know how to use my words and really shut down the haters one after another. Just look at Ogre. She chickened out and out because she lost the fight against me and she admitted it. Admitted to it. LOL. Allegations that Yanov used his self-declared female status to contact young girls surfaced in October of 2018 on Gender Trender blog and is now archived on breakingnews.ca. Gender Trender alleged that in May, June, and July of 2018, a number of teenage girls took to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to claim Yanov pretended to be transgender in order to access private Facebook groups for adolescent girls, where he spewed his creepy sexual fetishes about young women, menstruation, toilet, and locker room fantasies. Gender Trender published screenshots allegedly from Yanov, which are now easily accessed on the internet. So here's some quotes from Yanov. Allegedly. If there's like 30... No, you have to say... Allegedly. Wink. If there's like 30 girls in the change room, but many, how many would you say are out there changing with their vaginas and tits out? Yanov wondered in one message. Do you ever see tits or pussy? He asked in another. If she wants, if she wants a tampon though, should I give her one and instruct her on how to use it? Like, would I go into the stall with her and help her? That sounds so weird. He ponders in another message. Have you ever seen a tampon string hanging out of another girl's thing? He asked in another post. Is it weird to ask a 10-year-old for a tampon? He asked yet again. Yanov claimed in an audio recording his intentions were misinterpreted as captured in a video and tweeted by a cultural commentator who has not yet been banned from Twitter. Um, yeah, so they have an audio recording about this person, uh, this Yanov. And it said that these conversations are fake. That's what Yanov claims, that this is. these are all fake. This didn't happen. Um, any publication is def- defamation will be acted on. So anybody who reports on this is, is, is threatened to be sued. Um, yeah, Ogre wrote in an April blog that he tracked down and heard witnesses with first-person accounts of, of online behavior spanning between 2013 and 2018 of four women he spoke to three had awful experiences with Jessica Yanov. All were young women and girls at the time. 
Ogre said, they're all adults now. I urge each woman to make a complaint with police on the basis of the things they said happened. I hope it has an effect. And with enough police reports, there may be a case. Uh, I don't want to read the rest of this because I'm getting really fucking pissed off. You know, we've mentioned this kind of stuff before. I think this just, and again, not condoning this kind of stuff, but the more crazy you pile on normal people, the more likely it is you squeeze some crazy out. You know, you get somebody like this who's after teen girls and is posting all this stuff and goes after people hardcore over stuff like this. I mean, if that Lindsay Shepard comment about the separated uterus or whatever mm-hmm. it was, it, and you you can say I'm wrong, but you'll never convince me if that had been a conservative who said the exact same thing about a liberal, gone. Well, yeah. Just like when Candace Owens took uh, took uh, Sarah Zhang's tweets. And replace white with Jewish, right? Yeah. yeah. Replace white with Jewish, and she got kicked off, and then Twitter went, oh, wait, sorry. Um, but if that person keeps going after this stuff like this, there's going to be some unbuckled person somewhere that's going to do something to them. And you just can't, you can't put that much pressure on people. I mean, most people who hear this are going to be like, you know what? That person's a nut job, doesn't affect me. Um, there's going to be some people who say, you know, I'm worried about the kids. What What would you do if you saw this piece of shit? Because you've seen this fucker's picture now. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if you saw this piece of shit show up at uh, your um, at a a pool, like if your kids are there and you're you're with your kids, and all of a sudden you see this fucker strolling with their tiara and, and a and a women's bathing suit. Honestly, what I'd do, I'd laugh. Oh, I, I would. You know? Yeah, I would. Okay, I'd laugh at him. I would. I mean, I wouldn't go up to him and be like, oh! you know. I just. I would. I would make sure that the level of ridiculous. I would make sure that he is not allowed to go into the the girls and women's changing room. I would not. I'd stand there and say, you're, you know, you're not allowed to go in there. I can see that. No, I. And I then totally this fucker would call the cops, and it would be a big deal, mm-hmm. big problem. But if he did anything that, like, if he tried to push past or try to go in, there'd be a problem. There'd be yeah. an issue. But my point is, there's going to be someone somewhere. It's just like we talk about with the Second Amendment thing. If you keep talking about, hey, I'm going to take away your guns, I'm going to do all this stuff. If you keep stirring people up, some crazy shakes out. Here's the problem with what they're doing. The LGBT, now they're adding TQPIA+, whatever the fuck. The, the normalizing of mental disorders. And you're talking about just straight gay people. You don't care for it all, right? I don't care. I don't care one way or another if a person is gay or not. Why are you winking? <laughs> the problem comes when it become when it when it's acted out in such a way that it's a sexual disorder. So what happens is a lot. There's like if if a person's sexual inclinations are causing a problem like with their life or with, with other people in society's life, then it's a disorder. If it's, and it's still, I mean, it's, it's not normal to be gay. Obviously it's not how we were built. We're built to be, you know, sexually attracted to the opposite gender. Hate speech. The fact that you aren't, it's a disorder. Fine. It's, it's a, it's a, a defect, if you will. Oh, yeah. I wow. use the word. It's just like being, let's say you're obsessive compulsive. It's a defect. It's a, it's a disorder. You can live with that disorder and you can be productive and you cannot be, um, you know, detrimental to society being, um, obsessive compulsive, 
but you can be if it gets out of hand and you get to the point where you're doing crazy shit in public and, you know, threatening people and making things, you know, or the manic depressives, you know, they become so manic that they just actually cause a danger to themselves and others. But they can be functional in society if they have manic depression or obsessive compulsion and not be a problem. And I don't have any problem with that because that's something you can't help. You can get to live with it and you can have a fulfilling life if, if that stuff's under control. You're not changing yourself into a non-manic depressive or a non-obsessive compulsive, but you've got it to the point where you're functional and it's not bothering other people. The same with being or any sexual proclivity that's a little bit odd. You know, even fetishes, as long as that fetish isn't coming out in public and making it dangerous for other people or, or a problem for them, then, you know, have at it. I don't care. Be what you're in, be, uh, be into what you're into and find other people that are into it and have fun with that. Okay. They're so, of age. uh, along that line of reasoning, just playing devil's advocate here. What if you're a heterosexual guy and could be because if this, in this case, it was a heterosexual woman, it wouldn't matter. If it's a heterosexual guy and you're just super horny all the time and you aggressively hit on women, just going, Hey, you know, law of averages. If I hit on a hundred women, a couple of them are going to say yes. Right. Does that, does that count as a disorder? No. Why? Because your natural inclination as a human being is to be attracted to the opposite sex. No, I get and that. And want to procreate. I'm talking about somebody who's like over the top. Like, well, then there, then that's, a, that might be a social disorder on top. Maybe that's just, they don't know how to interact with people socially. That's a different disorder. Or maybe they do, but they don't care. That's still, it's still a, a, a bit of a, like a sociopath. Oop, I forgot to silence my phone. I can't, we can't take you anywhere. I know. What am I doing now? Could I actually check it? Yeah, I because you're obsessed with compulsive, right? <laughs> That's why I use it as an example. You're ruining the show. All right. Um, so to get that out of the way, I, I'm I consider myself like uh, you know conservative, a, a right of center dude, not super hardcore right, not milk toast right, just solid right, um, and. I think most people would agree when it comes to even on the right, and most Republicans agree that there's, there's having gay people in society is not a problem. It's not an issue. They can have all the rights and freedoms. And I have gay friends that are great people. I have no problem with them. And the, and they, I think probably would feel the same way as me. If there's a straight person that's acting like a goddamn freak show, they'd be like, this fucking person needs to be locked up or taken out of society. If it's a gay person or trans person that's acting like a goddamn fucking freak show, they're going to tell the same thing. They're going to say, this person does not represent us. We have nothing to do with this person. And I don't think that, I don't, I don't assign, I don't think this tranny Yaniv has anything to do with gay people. He calls himself a lesbian. He's not. He's a perverted dude that has a complete weird sexual fetish hangup that, that gets off on pretending he's a woman. At one point, I think they didn't bring up this message. I, another message was that he said, and one of the messages that um, going on a trip or a boat trip or something or a, what what are those a ferry trip? And it's, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> it's it's my time a month, and I'm what if I have heavy heavy menstruation and I have to use the bathroom and there's a girl in there that's that's having menstruation for the first time and and I have to bar, loan her. Uh, I mean, it's this weird fucked up sexual fetish. Where he's very much into the thought of women's genitalia and him having women's genitalia and women's issues and women in a uterus and f menstruation. And it's, he's fixated on it. 
And the thing is, with this LGBTQ gay pride fucking month and going to be pretty soon six months and then a year celebration, it's like you can't say this guy's a fucking freak show. He's dangerous and he deserves to get his ass kicked. He does. I'm not I'm not promoting that. But if it happened, I'd laugh. Um, he deserves to, but you're not promoting it. Right. So <laughs> Okay. Um, I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear. Yeah. I'm not advocating kicking this guy's ass. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the gay mafia is what they call it, which I don't like that term. It's, I don't think the mafia likes that term yeah, either. It, it, it's basically saying this LGBTQ stuff has gotten so out of hand that, you, like I said before, you, not only do you have to tolerate um, different sexual proclivities and lifestyles, you have to actively celebrate them. And if you don't, you're a monster, you're a bigot, whatever. And you can get, you know, in, in Canada is a lot worse, obviously, than in America. They can take you before a human rights tribunal and destroy you. This one, one of these women that he sued, she had just recently, I think he was her first inquiry after opening her private home business to Brazilian waxing, saying she had just done this for friends and family members. And then she decided, I'm not pretty good at this. I'll start a business, a, a home-based business. Wait a second. Back up. She was doing it for friends and family members? Yeah. Well, why not? If that's what they need done and it's an intimate thing like that, wouldn't you rather have a family member no, do it than no, no. a complete stranger? <laughs> oh, so, complete stranger. So when I get my asshole waxed, I like to have my intimate family members do it. Okay. <laughs> but when you get it bleached, that's yeah, ble- that's that, a stranger. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's too personal. Um, so she, yeah, they, I think the animal was like the first inquiry. And she actually basically had to shut down her business after that because she said, I, I can't deal with this. So when when the when the when this sexual deviancy is what I'm calling it tra- trans the it's it's a disorder that needs to get treated as such. So if you think you were born into the wrong body, that's a that's a disorder. Just like people that think um, they have disorders where they think their hand doesn't really belong to them, then that is a disorder, and they want to cut it off because it's not theirs; it doesn't belong there. That that's not healthy. That's a disorder that needs to get treated. They don't just cut the hand off and go, yeah, you're fixed. Like left-handed people. They yeah. don't realize that. That they're, that they're wrong. They're doing it wrong. Yeah. So, um, they, they're slowly but surely taking these, these things out of the, even the medical journals and not calling them disorders anymore. Like body dysmorphia disorder, you know, that kind of stuff. They're getting rid of that terminology in order to appease this agenda which, which is, it's monstrous. I think it's, it's getting to the point where, you know, you've had, we've talked about this, the drag queen story hour where, you know, they're trying to normalize dudes who dress up like parodies of women and act in sexually inappropriate ways. Because from what I, what I get out of it is they hate women. So generally it's dudes that dress up in the the most ostentatious, degrading version of femininity that they can and act like complete assholes in a parody of women because it seems to me that they hate women. So why is it that women can't say that a man who says he's born as a woman is not gender appropriating? Well, that's what women are. That's what feminists are trying to do. These turfs, the trans exclusionary radical feminists, are trying to do that. Right, but I don't. They're saying a man is a man. He's just trying to pretend he's a woman. That's not. That's not going to fly. It's ridiculous on its face. 
the, our society never should have gotten to this point. Anybody who, who says I, any man who says I'm really a woman and I need people to treat me as such, you have a mental disorder and you should be treated for that mental disorder. You don't, you don't cause sociopathy and make the, make the society bend to your mental delusion. If I say I'm, um, uh, left-handed Napoleon, and you have to treat me as such, people fucking go, no, you're not Napoleon. Get your shit together and go see a fucking psychiatrist. This is why I don't acknowledge your left-handedness. <sighs> yes, I'm left-handed. <laughs> Want to make some of it? Yeah, it's wrong-handed. Okay. Well, yeah. So, I guess I've been talking enough about this. I'm, I'm trying not to get really fucking angry because I'm actually very fucking angry about all this. And I think it's, I think it's, it's leading towards what it, what it ultimately is leading towards is this kind of free formed, free form blase attitude about sexual perversion, where not only is it going to be okay for this kind of guys like this to, to fucking be a pervert everywhere he goes and then sue people for pointing it out but they're going to move on to pedophilia and they're going to go yeah if you're into kids and you're an adult and the kids and you know and it's, it's a beautiful thing and you know, this it's something we should celebrate fuck you fuck you very much and i'm not we're not, like you said before we're not going to take it much longer and there's, I, there's I gonna be for the record i didn't say that what we're not going to take it much longer. Yeah, we're not going to take say it anything long. about violence. You're the one that's you're the one that's implying violence in that statement. No, I didn't imply it. I said there are going to be people who snap under this and just go nuts. Just like, I mean, like Lee Harvey Oswald snapped and shot Kennedy. Yes, it happened. They proved it. Um, but I mean, you just need one outlier in this. You know, I mean, the guy who shot um, Gabby Gifford. Yeah. You know, he walked into a crowd of people. And shot. it takes one person like that. And when you have someone like this who's continually going after people, you know, Lindsay Shepard's probably not going to do anything. Um, sounds like this, this one gal's boyfriend isn't going to do anything, but there's 15 other complaints on there. How does he know that one of those boyfriends isn't going to snap? You know? I'm not going to tell you what I would or wouldn't do if I came face to face with this fucking shit stain. I know what you'd do. Yeah, I do too, but I'm not going to say it. Give him a big hug. Big, big old hug. You said you weren't going to say it. You admitted it now. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do some would you rather. While you calm down. God, do you damn. throw some water on you? you Man, I'm a, pissed off. need a Valium? All right. Do you need a Midol? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Would you rather... Would you rather hang out with Cookie Monster or Captain Crunch? I don't like that one. Let's move on. That's silly. That's too silly for me. Cookie Monster is annoying, and Captain Crunch has a boat. So, you know. I, yeah. I like cookies. A, I like cookies more. He probably gets a lot of poontang. All right. Next. Would, would you rather wet the bed or your significant other wet the bed so you can laugh? That's not... <laughs> that's <laughs> Do you, do you picture this book like there's like seven or eight people gotta be high. sitting around? No, there's like seven or eight people sitting around and and like five or six of them are, they come up with these questions and everybody goes, oh, that's a good one. And then they come around to people and go, would you rather hang out with Cookie Monster or Captain Crunch? Everybody goes, yeah, I guess we can put it in the book. Mm-hmm. And know? then the next one comes up. Yeah, and the next one comes up and they're like, what the hell? We're not telling Russell we're meeting next week. 
Yeah. I mean, would you rather wet the bed or your significant other wet the bed so you can laugh? Well, I guess the question would be, if they did, would you laugh at them? Well, it all depends on the context. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, that's a dumb question. All I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to be like Mueller and not answer that one. Just refer to the report. Would you rather have more muscular arms or legs? Arms. Yeah, I guess most guys would say arms. I mean, nobody says sun's out, legs out. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do find it funny when you see those guys who are like super jacked. I mean, a, a back about a four miles legs. wide. Little tiny. I mean, their their calves aren't as big as their forearms. Yeah. But you can disguise that. You just wear baggy pants. Big deal. Yeah. So, all right. I guess uh, those weren't very good. Let's do another one. All right. Would you rather appear as a guest on your favorite TV show or have lifetime backstage passes for any concert you attend? Ooh. Uh, I'd, I'd rather be a guest on my favorite TV show, I think. What is your favorite TV show? Uh, it changes all the time. Right now. Favorite TV show as of right now. Well, you answer yours and I've got to think about it. I don't know what my favorite TV show was. But I still would love to go on the Bill Maher show sometime just to call him out on his bullshit. Hmm. I wouldn't. But then the whole audience would be like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite show anymore. It used to. What did it used to be? Um, Firefly. See, the problem is, if you were on a show like that, I feel like they'd be like, okay, you get to be a guest on the show. You'd be like the one that handed him a napkin in the restaurant. Like, here you go. Yeah, no, not, it says guest, guest star. So, I mean, at least you have some lines. That Yeah, if you had lines. Cool, because like Lee Child, I read all his Jack Reacher books. Mm-hmm. He's been in a couple of the Reacher movies, and he doesn't really have a line. He just, you just like walk past him. Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anything that's on air right now. Travelers was a really cool show. I would have loved to have been on that. And who would you be on there? Well, I'd be a random guy that gets killed, probably. Okay. All right, we're done. All right. I'll have to get better one. That doesn't work very good this time. All right, well, let's get into the Mueller thing, because it happened today. Okay. It happened today as we're recording, not as we play this episode. Right. So we're not caught in a four-day time warp here. I watched about 45 minutes of it, and it's funny watching the pundits go, oh, the Republicans look stupid. Oh, the Democrats look stupid. I I thought the whole thing's a whole lot of nonsense about nothing. I mean, the only point they seemed to make was they were, Democrats were hammering back and forth on this idea that Trump told, who's the, who's the White House counsel? McGill? No idea. I, I think that was it. Told him to fire Mueller. And he said, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And so Trump said, well, shit, we got to, let's pretend they never asked you that, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, and then there was something about Corey Lewandowski going to somebody and saying, Hey, slow down the investigation or some, some stuff like that. And they're saying, you know, he didn't obstruct, but he intended to obstruct, which is still, just because you tried and failed doesn't mean you're not guilty. And then uh, I don't know who she was, but a, a representative from uh, Arizona, I think it was, gets up there and goes, uh, Mr. Mueller, were you ever fired? He goes, no. She said, were you allowed to complete your investigation? He said, mm-hmm, yeah, I was. 
he did a lot of stuff where he said, I'll just refer to the report. I mean, he didn't want to get outside of that. Well, it even sounds like he wasn't really involved in a bunch of it. In, like the invest in the uh, interviews and all that. Well, Alan Dershowitz is saying it's obvious he didn't write the report. I I don't know. Um, I assume that he didn't write all of it because there's a huge legal team that's on there, and the Republicans stuck in some good questions about, you know, here are the tweets between uh, uh, Peter Strzok and uh, Lisa Page. I think it was about how he'll never be president. We'll stop him. And there was someone in there referred to as uh, lawyer two or attorney two. So they couldn't say who they were. Yeah. Also on the investigation said, typed something about like Viva La Resistance or something. Um, and Mueller said, well, they worked for me for a short period of time. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but I, it just seemed to be a whole lot of stuff about nothing. And in the end, they're going to say, hey, he tried to obstruct the investigation that didn't even show that he did something. That there was anything that anything was uh, that there was no that there was a crime yeah, to investigate. Mueller tried to say right at the beginning. Um, he goes, "Look, I gotta I gotta revise what I was saying. There's nothing in the uh, uh, Office of Legal Counsel or something saying you can indict the president. The Justice Department doesn't have. I don't have the exact. Yeah, he tried to play it. I tried to pretend that the reason he didn't go after him. Was because he couldn't. Was because he wasn't allowed to. And then he but started that's bullshit. And then he started this saying, "Well, that's not exactly it." Yeah. And what so, it is, is is that we didn't have evidence. There were a couple times that Democrats said, "Okay, so do you agree with this?" And he's like, "Yeah, this and this part, mm-hmm. and this part, yes." There you go. Well, by definition, that's obstruction. Thank you very much. And Mueller would go, "Well, I don't necessarily agree with how you constructed that argument." So it seemed to me in watching the forty-five minutes that I did. That Mueller doesn't like Trump uh, for whatever reason he's got, whether he thinks he's a criminal or just a jackass, um, that he was going to do everything he could to make him look bad. And in the end, he didn't have a case um, and they didn't go after Trump. Now, you'll say, well, or people will say that's because they couldn't because of all these Justice Department things or whatever. But the key to me is they didn't go after anybody else. They didn't nail anybody for obstruction. They didn't nail anybody for collusion. Now, they'll say, nope, there were 40 indictments out of this. Yes, there were. I think uh, 30, 32 to 36 of them were Russian hackers that may not even exist. Yeah. Um, and they'll never be able to indict And they know they can't. And uh, Paul Manafort, they got for tax evasion that they found on this thing. You know. Oh, and there was one uh, Republican representative that asked Mueller, they said, how did you – didn't you know that the the FISA warrant was based on this false dossier? And he said, well, that was before my time. And, you know, that was – it's not in my purview. And the person came back with, well, but Manafort's tax evasion was before that time and you nice. went after that. Yep. And so all in all, I thought – I don't think anybody really beat anybody well um, or badly, but it was like one of those boxing matches where you go – this guy is heavily favored to beat this guy up, and in the end, he didn't really do it, and it kind of hung with him, so I'm going to give it to the second guy. I just thought the Democrats didn't really prove anything, and I thought Mueller looked kind of weak and ineffectual. Yeah, And he qualified a lot of stuff. And there's in- instances where they asked him about something, and he said, I don't know, or if the report says that, yeah, I agree with the report, but it's almost as if he didn't even know what parts of the report said. 
because he wasn't directly involved in part of it. Well, that that really is a smart answer. Yeah, it is, but it still it still shows you that it's a whole lot of fucking nothing. And the whole thing is, it's I don't know exactly what the statement he had before, but it was instead of saying he's presumed innocent unless proven guilty, we did not prove guilty. Um, he's saying, well, we, he, he's probably guilty, but we we couldn't outright prove it. But uh, but oh, I'm not going to exonerate him. It's like, what? Why the fuck would you say something? I mean, it, that wasn't the direct quote, but that's that's if you look it up, that's kind of what I'm getting at. And it was like a bullshit thing to say, proving that the guy's not on Trump's side, and he just couldn't fucking get it together to to get anything on him. Well, there was. And again, I don't know who all of these representatives are because there's 350 some of them. And um, but uh, one of them said, um, uh, "I lost my train of thought on this because uh, I'm trying to do well, two things." Yeah, answer. I'm looking up things too. There, there's a, a couple of quotes where he just seemed awful confused about what they were talking about. Um, there's references they made. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay. Said it just seemed like, and I got to be honest, this is how I felt, and I'll admit a bias, but it seemed like. So he said, look, I'm a former prosecutor, too, and it seems to me, and he cited a case where a Supreme Court justice says, look, you can't, you can't just go after people, that the, that the prosecutor is there to land hard blows but not to land unethical ones. And he says, the point being that it seems to me what you did was throw a bunch of stuff out there and hope that it would stick. In the end, you didn't have a case. You didn't prosecute a case because you said you couldn't. And but then you came out and said, uh, I don't have a case. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Mm -hmm. But not because we couldn't find one. And he said, if the person is found not guilty, they are not guilty. And whether that's you didn't pursue a case or you tried and failed, they're not guilty. O.J. Simpson was technically found not guilty of killing his wife and Ronald Goldman. And I think everybody thinks he did it. By everybody, I mean most people. Mm -hmm. um, but technically, he's not guilty. So you got to deal with that. And I think, again, it's my opinion, Mueller did not, and I didn't read any of this report. So Mueller, it appeared to me in the questioning and the, and the snippets I've read, said, I don't, is saying, I don't like Trump. The guy bothers me. And if I can do anything to get the guy, I'm happy to do it. And in the end, he couldn't get anything. So he came out and he said, I, it's not that we didn't get stuff. Hmm. And when they asked him about that, he said, well, that wasn't really, I'm paraphrasing, wasn't, it didn't seem to be that he was saying that was his opinion. It appeared to be the opinion of the people working underneath him saying, no, 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 you're mischaracterizing what we said. We think there's stuff there. So that's why he came out and said that. Yeah. You know. Well, it's, it's, it's again, a whole lot of nothing. The, it's basically case closed at this point. Enough with the fucking Russian collusion bullshit. And as a matter of fact, if he was doing his job, it would have it would have led directly to Hillary's camp. Any kind of actual collusion. So, and they should have investigated that, but they didn't. So, fuck them at this point. We're yeah, done. I should know this, but the definition escapes me. What does annotated mean? Can't remember. Yeah. So this is Robert Mueller's full annotated statement. Oh, that means somebody uh, uh, commented on it. So there's annotation. Okay. So it's, there's going to have brackets with people commenting. Whoever's writing is going to comment on what he's saying. Annotated. Okay. So there's citations, I think. Right? Um, yeah. 
He said, what was it? Our team would not leak or take other actions that could compromise the integrity of our work. All decisions were made based on the facts and law. Uh, I'm trying to find the part where he clarifies that um, reason they didn't bring charges. Um, first, our investigation found that the Russian the Russian government interfered with our election in a sweeping and systematic fashion. It, no surprise. I I assume they have interfere with lots of our right, and I assume we interfere with a lot of other people's. Second, the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired with the Russian government in its election interference. He says right there, couldn't, they couldn't establish it. We did not address collusion, quote-unquote, which is not a legal term. Rather, we focused on whether the evidence was sufficient to charge any member of the campaign taking uh, part in a, con- a, con- a criminal conspiracy. And that, to me, is the important part. They tried to find more than Trump guilty, and they couldn't do it. Uh, third, our investigation efforts, uh, our investigation of efforts to obstruct the investigation and lie to investigators was of critical importance. Obstruction of justice takes strikes at the core of the government's effort, blah, blah, blah. It's not saying that they believe anybody obstructed. I mean, yeah, Trump can say he wanted him fired. I'm sure he did. And I'm sure somebody took him aside and goes, that's not really going to be good. But it's like when he fired, um, who's the FBI guy? Comey. It didn't make the FBI go away. Yeah. You know, if he'd have fired Mueller, it wouldn't have made this investigation go away. Um, yeah, uh, Mueller, I didn't exonerate Trump. Well, that wasn't the fucking purpose. Well, and that was that one uh, representative's point. He says, you can't. You can't find insufficient evidence to charge someone and then say, but I didn't find that they didn't do it. Well, you can't prove that they did. He said, the problem is you have now put the burden of proof on President Trump to have to prove that he's innocent because that's not how this works. And I think he has a good point there. I mean, this is just all this is a whole lot of slap fighting. (laughs) Here's a from the Gateway Pundit. Um, it goes, ouch, Trey Gowdy on Mueller testimony. He goes, well, he said he didn't want to come, and now we know why he didn't want to come. Uh, Mueller looked like a confused. Now, this isn't, I don't think this is um, um, Gowdy saying this. Mueller looked like a confused, stuttering, mumbling, lost, doddering, and nervous old man. He frequently paged through his notes. There's no way Mueller ran this thing. Former Oversight Committee Chairman Trey Gowdy had this to say about today's performance by Robert Mueller. Um, well, he didn't want to come in. We know why. Uh, Gowdy thought Mueller's testimony was so conflicted and embarrassing, he added that he would not be surprised if Democrats wanted to cancel the afternoon hearing. It was a devastating performance by the deep state frontman. So. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed to hear Gowdy say the deep state frontman. I don't think we need to go to that stuff. He's good enough saying the guy sucked at what he did. Yeah, just, I don't have any problem with that. There is a deep state, and we, everybody knows it at this point. So, I mean, they tried a soft coup. This was all about trying to to cancel Trump's presidency. That's all this was. This is this is well, I don't extra legal, unconstitutional, un-American bullshit that happened. And I don't care if Trey Cowdy says that this was deep state front man acting like a fucking idiot. I don't care at this I just, point. I don't even think it's necessary to say that. You can just say he he looked stupid doing it. He didn't do himself any favors. You know. Yeah. I I think it's. I thought it was pretty. What's the name of the the 
company that the Clinton Foundation hired in order to get the Steele dossier? Oh, um, I can't, it's some... It's yeah. a, once you hear the name, you know it. But that's the problem is, I, I can't remember off the top of my head the name of the company, but somebody brought it up. And he said, I don't know who that is. It's like, uh, it's pretty important. That's part of this whole investigation. You should know who that is or that company. And he didn't. So it's like, how, how on top of shit was he? Not very, probably. Yeah, he's just trying to walk a really fine line. He knows he doesn't have anything. And he's trying to give Congress enough stuff to work on. This is my opinion. And uh, he, he can't give them enough. And they can't legally go after him. You know? Yep. So, I mean, it was within it was within Trump's power to fire Mueller, and he didn't. Excuse me, he didn't do it. Yeah, he could have done it. Well, he, he said he wanted it. to, huh? And then he didn't. Right, but you know. But then he did. Uh, I'm I'm going to pretend that you said you wanted to beat up uh, what's Jessica Yaniv. I know you didn't say that, but let's say you said that. Uh, Mr. Trainee Shitstain? Yeah. yeah. He said, I want to beat that person up. That doesn't doesn't make you guilty of a crime. Right. You know, and if you beat him up, you're guilty of a crime. Yeah. I would love to give him some um, unauthorized surgery. Wow. You're talking dental, right? A Dent- little dental work would, would, would probably be the first where I'd start with some free dental work. <laughs> And as a not and not being trained as a dentist, it would probably be. Well, I do my best. <laughs> probably pretty bad. I'd probably do my best work on him. Okay. Well, I don't. I'm gonna say right now, I don't think it's a good idea. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well, the offer still stands. <laughs> so if uh, Jessica Yanov wants free dental work, you know, Crow's happy to help. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else do we want to get to? Well, we're running up on time here. We only had two topics, but. Uh, the only other thing I was going to say is real quickly, uh, Ilhan Omar apparently is going to be investigated for. I want to hold my breath. Yeah. Well, there's there's been a formal complaint filed. What does that so, mean? Who's 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 got to pick that up? That's I don't thing. know, but I just I if a formal complaint was I mean who's this who's this who's the um, attorney general of Minnesota here? No, this is filed with Congress. Oh, yeah. Okay. That may involve perjury and tax evasion. Okay, who has to who has to run with it though? That's the problem. I, I don't the know, Democrats, because it's not going to happen. But then. much like the Democrats kept saying collusion, 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 um, you know, I think the Republicans are saying, "Well, we're happy to keep this news in the forefront too." And the Democrats, I think, are going to have a real hard time with uh, people fighting that using the same tactics against them that they've been using on other people. So whenever we reference Elon Omar at this point, since it's still kind of up in the air. I have to, like, start with alleged brother fucker, Elon Omar. Well, we don't know that she fucked her brother. We know that she married a brother. No, allegedly married. You have to say allegedly everything. So I can just, but I can say alleged brother fucker, Elon Omar. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Because we don't know. She won't answer and there's no, I mean, it's alleged that she married him. Well, for what purpose? Was it some tax evasion purpose? Was it for some um, immigration purposes? Who knows? Was it because she really wanted to fuck him? Well, what I got <laughs> what I got from listening to Tim Poole talk about it, and again, the tax evasion thing, I, I don't, I'm not a tax attorney. Um, I know a lot about taxes. I will say this. Generally, you pay more. We've said this before. You pay more as a married couple than you do filing separately. So I don't know if 
if that and if you do the amount you would avoid paying is very small to like to be what I've, insignificant yeah. my problem is that it sounds like to get a sibling over so someone comes over here on refugee status to bring a sibling over it can take up to 10 years yeah it's a lot longer process Whereas a spouse it can take 3 years yep and, and that's I did the motivation. Not, I did not know that it appears Ilhan Omar changed her last name, that it was not originally Omar. She adopted the name of the family that took her in. And that right there actually can be a legal issue because they did not, they said she was an actual family member. So when she was brought in at age 12 or whatever, they basically brought her in under their family name, Omar, saying that she was an actual daughter of, of the family. And so it wasn't just saying we're taking her in as a refugee or whatever. It was, this is our family member. This is our daughter. Yeah. And so that right there is another problem. Tim Poole said records are tough to get from Somalia, yeah. obviously, because it's a. But her siblings, her, country, her sibling, right? her brother that she married, and her sister both go by a different surname. Yeah, her brother who lives in England now. Yeah. But apparently that her surname is the same as his originally. Right. Right. But now she's calling herself Omar because that was how she got citizenship mm-hmm. by being part of this family who she's not actually related to. I, uh, she's, she's going to keep talking and the squad's going to keep talking. And, you know, Rashida Tlaib, now there's all this video showing up of her at Trump rallies yelling and screaming. Yeah, and, freak out. Yeah. yeah. I think. Getting dragged out by the Secret Service. Yeah. I think people don't understand that, you know, hey, have your point of view, you know. State your piece. Move on. Well, now that the $15 minimum wage is getting uh, applied, now she's uh, Rashida Tlaib says, no, we need to go to 20 Yeah, within minutes of love it passing. It. I love that. Just keep, keep doing it. Keep it coming. Why not 50 Shit. Yeah. Let's, let's make it a bajillion. You know what? Wouldn't it be awesome if everybody was millionaires? Did you, Everybody should be a millionaire. And everybody should have yachts. I know, have, this would be a great country if everybody owned short, a yacht and, and, a, and, a, short on and, a, time. and a plane. I know we're short on time, but did you hear about that meteor that's going past Earth? That's I did not. Close that they believe is made of gold and platinum. No, like like it's tons and tons of it. It's enough to make everyone on Earth a billionaire. And then it says, "And ruin the entire world economy." If, if everyone's a billionaire, then no one's a billionaire, right? If all of a sudden there's enough gold for everyone to have a billion dollars worth of gold, then everything's going to cost. You know, a car will cost you $50 billion. Or like 10 bottles of vodka. Yeah, it'll cost something else. <laughs> something else. You know? So, anyway. All right, we're done. So if you want to get a hold of us, it's rooster at breadandcircusespodcast.com and crow at breadandcircusespodcast.com. And think give about- us some ratings, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think you can only go on iTunes to rate, which is odd. So like any of the aggregates that you go on to listen to podcasts, like... Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podcast Attic. There's no way to like rate us, rate a podcast. It's you very can't do weird. it on because our, our ratings show up on uh, uh, Podcast Attic. But that's only if somebody rates it on iTunes. Right. So go to iTunes, damn it. And rate yes. The, if you have an iTunes account, rate rate us and uh, give us five stars. <laughs> or or just go to our right. Facebook page. All right. See you. Bye.